Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, February 1st edition of the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. Back in business with Big Marcel, my co-host, as always, Monday and Tuesdays. You weren't here yesterday, Marcel. It was your first day in your new job, but uh, I know that you're getting settled in now. Now you're here, so glad to have you back, man. I know every, I speak for everyone when we're, we're, uh, we're glad to have you back. How's work going, man, your new job? Yeah, not as spirits today, apparently, but I'm here again. Um, yeah, all good, man. It was a pretty busy day yesterday, you know. The thing is, uh, I went to uh, the, the, the studio, like, in Hilversum, where they work at Eurosports. And, um, yeah, it's like a two-and-a-half-hour, three-hour from, from my home, you know. And I went with, uh, not with, 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 with a car, but with train. So I'm uh, pretty, like how the train goes and this kind of stuff so it was pretty long long trip you know so i was kind of late at home but um yeah it was fun you know first time there meeting everybody so uh yeah but i'm back now so uh, yeah we'll break down you'll see vegas 47 looking forward to it we man. will and i just want to you know before we start uh you know congratulate you man because like i know it's Perfect. a big step to like leave your you know day job for an mma career and I wish you the best of luck, man, you know, because you're a good friend of mine, Marcel, and you're very good at your job. So I wish you the absolute best of luck. Let me get these comments here. Thanks, man. Hi, Ben May. Good afternoon. Glad to have you here, buddy. Tristan's here. What's up, man? Glenn, uh, oh, he just said something about the Tifi and Romanov being out. I'm not sure about that, Glenn. Um, just sort of about that. Yeah, we're all happy for Marcel. What's up, Joe? Glad to have you here, too. Um, I don't know about that. Nicola, have you heard about that? I mean, we're, we're, we're going to focus on the car, but I mean, I'll take these questions quickly. But I th- I think probably they removed Blahovic against uh, Rakic, and then they then automatically that moves to one fight to the first fight. So I would be honestly surprised if they go with Askarov, Kaur, Franz as the main event, but I hope so because I think it deserves it's a good a fight. Round. Yeah, I mean, yeah. five rounds would be good, I think, you know, if anything. Um, yeah, this is the main event, Holly Holm and King of Air. I mean, this is just a fight I don't want to see. It's not a fight I'm interested in. I think it's going to be extremely boring. I just uh, ranted against Adam on the, on the, on the, on the pro- private chat, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, these guys are happy for you. Jim's here, too. Thank you. Thank you, guys. No, we're all happy for you, man. Anyways, all right. So today, obviously, we're going to break down UFC Vegas 47. Now, this today, um, you know, maybe at like noon, Sam Alvey goes on Twitter and says, Hey, I'm out of my, uh, my fight off because I guess Phil Hodge pulled out, I believe, with an injury. So the fight's off. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, Okay, there's kind of, you know, it's only a few days. It's going to be hard to find someone. But Marcel breaks some news today. Marcel, what's the new fight? You broke some news. Yeah, Brandon Allen, man, at 205. So, uh, oh, it's a 205. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's like heavyweight. Okay. Because yeah. it's short notice. That's interesting. I mean, you know what, guys? We'll start with this fight because we don't. I don't think we have odds yet. Let me double check, but I don't think there's odds yet because it just. I'll be surprised. You guys just broke the fight. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> like unless you made the odds, Marcel. <laughs> you broke the fight and the odds, Marcel's like this is the favorite. You know, Brendan's gonna be the favorite, no doubt about yeah. it. He'll be the favorite. He'll probably be like three to one, two to one, three to one in between that. He should win the fight, but again, you know, he did. He just got knocked out by Chris Curtis. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I, I think Brandon Allen's a good fighter. He looked great against Puna Soriano. Like, that wasn't that long ago. But, you know, again, short four days notice or whatever. I just don't – I don't really have – like, I wouldn't personally want to bet on him. I Honestly, I was going to pick Phil Hawes to beat Sam Alvey Marcel, but the odds were too high. They were minus 400. So, mm-hmm. it was one of those ones where, like, you kind of had to take a shot at Sam. It, it, you know, it's – dog. I mean, it was dogger pass. Like, you can't bet on Phil Hawes. In this situation, like – I don't know if it's, it might be favored or passed now instead because I think Brandon Allen is just honestly a better fighter than Phil Haas. But he, again, just like uh, his teammate at Sanford MA, Phil Haas, they're literally teammates. They both just got knocked by Chris Curtis and it wasn't that long ago. So that's the thing that I'm worried about. Like, is this guy coming back too soon? Because again, that wasn't long ago. 
you know, I think Tristan, you have a good comment here. 205, both guys, I think probably the durability a little bit better at 205. Um, the weight cut's obviously not going to be as bad for Sam, so that's an advantage to him too. You know, I'm, I'm obviously leaning towards Allen. I think we all are going to be, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not – his nickname's all in. I'm not all in on this guy in this fight. He could get knocked out in this fight. So I'm picking Brendan Allen. I, I think he just batters Sam Alvey. He probably wins a decision. Marcel grinds him out. But I'm just saying, like, short notice, he's going to be a big favorite. Like, is it really a good spot to bet on? I'm not sure. Give me your thoughts, Marcel, on the fight. First of all, the funny thing for, to me is like Brandon Allen went from Sean Strickland to fighting his teammate Chris Curtis and now he's fighting Sam Alvey, who's a good friend and also teammate of Chris Curtis. So, I mean, that's pretty funny, you know. Um, yeah, the thing is, Sam Alvey always has that chance to knock somebody out, you know, because he has that one-punch knockout power. But overall, I think Brandon Allen should win this fight, you know. That's the same with Phil Haas, like you said, man. Phil Haas, it was possible for Phil Haas to get knocked out in the fight, you know. But I would have picked Phil Haas as well. I picked Brandon Allen here. I think yeah. he, uh, he 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 should win this fight, um, either uh, with his ground game or either with stand up. You know, he should be uh, just watch out, not getting knocked out. You know, but I feel like uh, he fought Chris Curtis last time out. He should be more aware. You know, yeah. So yeah, I I think Allen here. Uh, this is an interesting comment from Tristy. He says, Alvey's prepared for 25, which I just said, so I agree with that. He'd be the smaller guy for sure. I just checked the stats. Like, the uh, the matchup's not there on UFC stats yet. I just looked at both guys. They're both six foot two. They both have a 75-inch reach, and they both are fighting at 185. Moment. I mean, Allen has fought 205, but he's been fighting at 185 in the UFC. So I feel like the size will be similar. I know what you're saying about him, you know, usually fighting at, at middle or he was going to fight a middleweight now to 205 but alan just fought a middleweight he didn't even have a fight book so yeah he might be like heavier i guess because he i don't know if he's been training that hard, like as much because he wasn't in a full camp i i don't think the size is going to really be the, the difference in this fight i think it'll come down to the skill you know what i mean um and i feel like as far as like technical volume striking i mean brandon Allen should win the fight like if you watch again you watch that fight puna the body kicks he was landing the, the punches like he looked really good in that fight and, you know, he, he's looking okay against Chris Curtis. He's really underrated, and then he got KO'd. So I'm just saying I'm a little worried about the guy's chin, to be completely honest with you guys. Um, I just, you know, I wouldn't be rushing to, like, parlay this guy this week because, again, the short notice, and I don't know. That's just my opinion. This guy wants to parlay him. He should win, but I don't know. I'm just not interested in it personally. Yeah, I mean, Sam, you got that, you got that power. Um, yeah, and, you know, I think a lot of people will bet on Sam because, again, a lot of people were betting on him against uh, – Phil Haas, because the odds were crazy, right? Adam. But I think it's a harder fight, personally. What are you going to say? Crazy question. So, Sam Alvey takes this fight on short notice, a weight class up against Brandon Allen, a very good fighter in Brandon Allen. Imagine him losing. Does he get another fight from the USC, but for being a company man and taking this fight on short notice? Oh, man. I mean, that's the thing. If you look at his UFC stats, it's just like so many losses. Where well, is the draw in there, right? The draw against Darren John, which he probably should have won that fight, to be honest. That's the only reason he's still in the UFC, I think, at this point. I don't know, Marcel. I mean, to be fair, again, you know, he's lost three of his last four by split decision. They weren't, but like unanimous, they were split. So they're close fights, but eventually you have to win a fight to stick around the roster, right? Like, how could you not? Um, unfortunately, I got to block this one guy. Sorry, buddy. You can't. You can't be spamming our chat, man. No way. It's not happening. <laughs> that's not happening here. Sorry, uh, John Beezer. I mean, Allen's been active. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, well, it's a grappling match. I mean, some it's something, but they when they train, they're grappling too. John, I'm not sure if a grappling match really. I don't know personally. I wouldn't like 
consider it the equivalent of a fight. Uh, anyway, man, the Gabriel Chaco guy, man, at a certain moment, I think he was a pretty big prospect coming up, and then he loses to Jordan Wright. Yeah, I know. Now he lost to, yeah. to Rashad Evans last weekend. We talked know? about it last, yesterday. Yeah, I mentioned mm. that. I don't stop being. No, it's not middleweight, though, uh, Daniel. It's at 205. Not that he's just obviously been training with Strickland, same with Curtis because he's extreme and they fought Allen. Yeah, I know. It's it's like a little circle of the same guys fighting each other. It's crazy, right? Like, anyways. So that's my thoughts on the fight. I think we should go to the, the fights we've actually odds on now. So we'll start off again. Use UFCstats.com, the official bout order. Malcolm Gordon versus Dennis Bondar at flyweight. That's the first fight. Uh, Dennis Gordon, or sorry, yeah, Dennis Bondar minus two sixty. Malcolm Gordon plus two twenty. Malcolm Gordon, Scarborough and Terry Nada. That's my hometown, man. So. My guy, but he's not that good. So, <laughs> give me your thoughts on the on the fight, Marcel. Get, get your pick. Yeah, you know, I was considering going with Gordon, but when you said it was your guy, I'm probably going with Bondar now. Uh, no, just kidding. Um, I think Malcolm Gordon had a pretty bad start in the UFC, man, with losses to uh, Albazi and Sumunderji both in the first round. He looked better against Figueredo, man. And uh, I think that was the moment that many people were like, this Francisco Figueredo guy isn't that good, you know, actually. You know, and. Uh, he looked good in that fight. Dennis Bondar, I saw some of his fights. Uh, I mean, this is his debut, but he looks pretty solid overall, I think, you know. Um, he's, a, he's a guy, long time coming debut. You know, I think he's been, been scheduled, sorry, man, been scheduled three times already in the UFC to make his debut. Now it's finally happening. Um, I think Bondar might uh, finish uh, Gordon, man, to be really honest, and I think it will be early on in the fight. So, Here's my yeah. thoughts on this fight. I just think we don't know much about Denny's Bondar. You know, I've seen some tape. Obviously, there's some mm -hmm. on YouTube, but it's like, who's he fighting? He hasn't fought in a while. I really don't know how good he is. I have no idea, you know? So the thing is, like, I just don't think Malcolm Gordon's very good. And he's just super chinny. He's been knocked out four times at flyweight. I mean, he's one of the most chinny guys in this division. And I just don't really trust the guy. You know, having said that, I mean, his wrestling looked okay against Figueredo, the, his brother, Francisco, in his last fight. So, you know, maybe he could just grind this guy out. But for what I've seen, Bondar's got pretty good grappling. And I think his striking should be better, too. So he should win the fight, Marcel. But again, guys never fought in the UFC. And you're laying minus 260 on that. It's it's a little scary, you know. So I think the odds are, are fair because I think most people will fade Malcolm Gordon. He's just not that good of a fighter. He's not very durable. But, you know, he does have a lot of experience, man. And, and you know, it's possible that he could pull it off um, against a guy who's never fought in the octagon before. So... Yeah, Bonder is my pick, Marcel. But I, I'm, again, I'm not. There's a few fights in this card where I, I really like the odds, you know. But this is one I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'll pass on it. You know, should be somewhat competitive, but Bonder probably ends up winning. Um, Nat Devil, uh, what's up, guys? Love the show. Keep great work. Oh, I appreciate that, my man. Thanks so much. Uh, yeah, WWFC. Um, I feel like isn't that where Bonder was fighting? I think he was fighting there, right? Some of his fights. Um, I also think that Igor Paturia guy, uh, Paturia yeah. or whatever, he was from that promotion. A yeah, few other guys. Boda from Ukraine, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I think, and yeah, I think it's a you know decent promotion. But again, I just don't know how good the opposition was. Like Paturia looked great in contender series, no doubt, and probably is going to be good. This guy could be really good, but he hasn't fought. I think he hasn't fought in like two years now, mm -hmm. and never fought in the UFC. So I just feel like it's a big step up. But he is fighting the worst guy in the division, arguably. So he should win the fight. Glenn, no idea where they kept Alvy passes. Uh, kept that, his last one salary, sixty-five k, two forty-nine. Probably less than Lynn's might come into it. Yeah, maybe they just, you know he shows up in fights, and you know it's Sam Alvy's usually like decent fights, and lately hasn't been super exciting, but pretty exciting guy. Anyways, Bondor would be the pick there. Um, go to the next fight, Jailton Almeida against Danilo Marquez. Great fight. I really like this fight. 
I really like uh, this guy, Jelton Almeida. Uh, it's at 205. Uh, Jelton's a big favorite, minus 380, plus 315 for Dinlo Marquez. What's your thoughts? Yeah, by the way, uh, the UFC switched that. So Phil Rowe is actually fighting with next. And then we get uh, Stoyarenko Davis. And then we get the. Okay. Uh, our, our, Oh, whatever, you know. Um, I mean, it's a good fight. Um, somebody, by the way, told me it's not Jilton, but Jailton. So uh, I got corrected by somebody for it. Um, I mean, what can we say about Almeida, man? Do look like a specimen, you do it in the Dana White Contender Series. I mean, he fought Nasruddin Nasruddinov. He said before the fight, I'm going to choke this guy out. I'm actually the I'm actually the Brazilian Khabib to him, to the Dagestani. He choked him out, man. I mean, I was... I was uh, I think he was in trouble in the first round, but he came out of it. In the second round, he took over, and he looked great, in my opinion. Uh, Marquez, Marquez is uh, the the training partner of Shogun, right? Um, yeah, Marquez started very well in the UFC with his, with two wins, but uh, he fought your favorite guy, Cadiz Ibrahimov, remember? And, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and after that, he went against Mike Rodriguez. Yeah, his last fight, he lost to Kennedy and Zetchuku. Um, man. I can't go against Almeida, man. What I saw, man. Dude looks really good. And uh, dude is a, is a character as well. I really like his fighting style. I think uh, I think he goes. He will go big in the UFC, to be honest, man. So I'm Almeida, I'm full on Almeida on this one. Uh, we know Marquez is pretty good on the ground. So, But on the other hand, he lost to Gabriel Checo recently in the grappling fight. So I, I'm taking Almeida in the second round, man, by... Mm, Let's go crazy. He subs him. He subs him. Oh, you know? there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good fight. I mean, and I like this fight. Um, I was really impressed by Jailton and against Nazar Dimov on the on Contender Series show last year. Looked great. You know, Marquez, I just think he's come to UFC 2 He's 36, right? Like, to me, he's a little bit of an older guy. And um, I'm not saying Jailton's super young because, you know, he's 30 himself, but that is a big difference, 30, 36. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I mean, yeah, he's got a good ground game. I'll say that. You know, obviously, we saw that against against uh, Slow Rodriguez. But, you know, yeah, he backpacked Kennedy for two rounds and then got exhausted and got knocked out. It was a standing knocker, just basically kind of, you know, just turtled up and let the ref stop the fight. I don't know. I just didn't like what I saw there. Um, the guy's definitely a good grappler, but I just feel like Jailton's going to match him there. And I just think Jailton would be the better striker, better all-around fighter. Um and either subs or knocks him out. Uh, you know, you say sub, I'll go with knockout. <laughs> there you go. I'll take a knockout, you go with sub. But I think he finishes him. I really like Jail Town Mate. I'm disappointed by the odds because he opened at minus 210. Now he's minus 380. Um, that sucks. I was hoping to get him around that minus 2 to 1 price. At, at 2 to 1, he would have been a great guy, I think, to even bet straight because I think he wins the fight. You know, 4 to 1 is a different It's a different story, right? I do think he wins the fight, um, but you can't really bet him straight. Now. You could parlay him, though. I do think he wins this fight, Marcel. Pretty confident he wins this fight. I just, I, I think he'll be, I think he'll be able to match the guy in the ground and then on the feet he can beat him and then he could probably get on top of him, ground and pound him too. Marquez will have to win in the first round to get it done. I just don't see it happening. So go with Jailton on me there. Um, Tristan likes uh, Marquez a half a unit. Yeah, I know what you're saying the odds are they're high, you know, but I have to pick the guy. I think he wins. Safest pick. Yeah, I kind of agree with this. You know what I mean? Like I, I think he wins, man. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident in the guy. Um, picked Jilton back in November. Yeah, I mean, he should have won that fight back then. It, it was the same fight. It got rebooked. Uh, I mean, he loves double legs. And, or, well, yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, I think he beats him up and, and finishes him. Either submission or, or ground and pound knockout, something like that. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We got the women's bandway fight. Alexis Davis, Julius Dorinko. And I said this on Twitter yesterday, and 
some of you guys were probably like, what the hell is this guy talking about? But I'm saying it right now. I'm going to say it here on the podcast. This is a sleeper fight of the night. And I know you guys are going to be like, this fight sucks, right? It, I don't think it's going to suck. I think it's going to be pretty fun, Marcel. I think these girls have proven they're super durable, they're super tough, and they love they love blood. I think they're going to be punching each other in the face for three rounds, and it's going to be bloody as hell. I think it's going to be a good fight. So don't take a piss break during this fight, because I think it's going to be a good one. Um, give me your thoughts on this fight, Marcel. The odds right now, well, we have uh, Lexus Davis, minus 230, Soli Ranko, plus 190. Go ahead. You're the, you're the only one in the world who thinks this is a good fight, so you give me your thoughts about this fight. I think it's going to be a fun <laughs> fight. I think they're both going to stand and bang, dude. I think it's going to be a fun one. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. Julia Sterling has not been impressed with the UFC. Like, she's been pretty bad. But that fight she had a few years ago in Invicta, I mean, it was one of the Yeah, the true. That was a great fight. Super bloody, super crazy fight. And she's she's pretty durable, man. You know, she got finished last night, but it took almost three rounds to get her out of there. Um, you know, this is a girl who walked forward with blood pouring down her face. Uh, and Lexi Davis is the same way. Um, you know, I, I do think Julia could win this fight. You know, I think the odds, they're they're fair. I think Davis should be favored. She's the veteran. She has way more experience. She's fought better competition. She's been more competitive as of late. But she's 37. She's taken a lot of damage. She's only won one of her last five fights. So I'm, I'm, I think Davis, you know, she should be the more technical striker. And she should be able to win a decision. But I'm just saying, like, at any point, her chin could go. Um, mm. She's taken so much damage in her career. A cut could stop the fight, too. She cuts really bad in her fights. I do think, again, she's the more technical volume striker, and she should win a decision here. But, um, you know, this this is a potential upset spot, I think, because I think, you know, Stoya Rinko is a, is a big girl. She's been fighting at featherweight. Um, so, I, I, you know, it, it could be competitive, and she could edge it out maybe, but still got to go with Alexis Davis by decision. Um, give me your, That's my thoughts on the fight. I think it's going to be a fun fight. That's my honest opinion. What do you think, personally? And what, what do you pick, Alexis Davis? By decision, yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way, man, that uh, Alexis Davis is going to win the fight. But I expect her to to use a lot of wrestling, to be honest, man, uh, that she uh, that she does. Actually, in many of her fights, that, for example, she did it against against, against Mazo as well, right? I remember? Yep. And then I thought Mazo could have stopped it. I think she does this, uh, does it again, you know? And uh, she's always, she's kind of like, almost like the, the female Darren Elkins. She's always bloody. She's always yep. bloodied up. But she knows a way to win, you know. I, I don't expect it to be a firefight like you think it is, but uh, I think uh, Alexis Davis wins. So uh, you'll be happy a Canadian win, right? <laughs> I mean, it's it's good for the country, but I just you know I just want the better fighter win. But I think it's yeah. going to be, I think it's going to be a better fight than than, than you think. Okay, uh, you you get your props if if it's true what you're saying for you sure. Know, and if it sucks, it might suck. Because my initial thought was, oh, this fight sucks, and then I'm like, wait, no, it actually could be pretty good. <laughs> Oh, I hope you come, Tristan. I'm in Ontario. It's a great place, man. Um, and when you come, bring my boy James Lynch out because uh, I saw him a few weeks ago, but he doesn't come out that often anymore. All right, let's go to the next fight. Jason Witt against Phil Rowe. Interesting fight here. Odds for this fight. Uh, Phil Rowe, minus 130. Jason Witt, plus 110. So what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, this is a trouble fight for me, to be really honest, man, because Jason Witt, he looked solid in the first two rounds against Barbarina last time, right? And didn't expect it, to be honest. Um, for that, yeah, I mean, he 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 got that win over Cole Williams, right? But uh, who, who almost wouldn't, I would say. Um, Phil Rowe, in my opinion, he should be undefeated in the UFC. I think he won his fight against Gabe Green, you know, and I and he looked uh, and he had a great comeback against Kosi, right? Um, yeah. 
same against Sebastian, you know, against Leon on the contender series. He had bad first round. I think second round was better or other way around. And third round, he, he finished him early on. So, um, man, I, I, such a hard fight to pick. I, I, I pick Roe, but I feel like Roe will maybe finish the fight in the later rounds, you know, um, third round TKO. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting fight, but, you know, I'm just not sold on Jason Witt just because he had one good fight against Brian Barbarino. I still think he's got a terrible chin. Mm-hmm. I still don't trust his chin at all. He could get sparked in, like, 10 seconds in any fight. You know what I mean? Um, he looked great in that fight, don't get me wrong, but, you know, Brian Bird was coming off, like, a long layoff, and there's other factors to that, I think. Um, and he almost got finished late himself, right? And the chin showed up there. I just don't trust the guy. You know, I'm not saying I trust Phil Rowe because Phil Rowe is also very chinny. Like, he's been mm-hmm. dropped a couple times now. And I don't necessarily trust him, but you know, here's the thing, Marcel. Like, he's just a really big guy. You know, he's six three and he has an eighty inch reach. He has a ten inch reach advantage, five inches of height. Younger guy, you know, he is a, he is good on the ground as well. Um, and you know, with I think Wait will have to wrestle him for three rounds to win the fight, which he could potentially because he has good wrestling. But you know, Orion Costi had you know he kept him down for five minutes, and then the second the fight was on the feet. Phil Rowe is just so long and powerful on the feet. I think the reach is going to be a massive problem for Jason Witt. 10 inches reach at disadvantage. That's huge. Phil Rowe looks like a middleweight to me. He doesn't look like a, a welterweight. Um, I think he knocks him out. I think Phil Rowe knocks out Jason Witt. That's my pick, guys. Phil Rowe by, by knockout. I'm going to check what it is because I want to see it. Uh, plus 225. It's not bad. I would just – I mean, it went minus 130. That's a pretty good line if you're going to bet on him. But, you know, plus 225 is not too bad. And then – Row in, in round one is plus 275. I saw someone asking about that in the chat. Um, row by round one knockout. Let's see here. Row by round one knockout. Plus 550. So I think he knocks him out, Marcel. I think Jason Witt's chin just isn't going to hold up in this fight. You know, against this guy. He's got way too much power. If you want Elkins, that's funny. I think it's 50-50 over dog money to play. Yeah, yeah. I think we're all on the same page, guys. We, You know? Oh, Joe likes Witt by knockout. I mean, that's interesting. But honestly, Joe, I don't think it's a bad pick because... Phil Rowe's chin is also really weak. He got dropped twice by Gay Green. Leon Shabazian dropped him. His chin sucks too. So two guys that are chinny, honestly, but two guys that could knock each other out. Gotta go with Phil Rowe. 10-inch reach advantage, guys. That's huge. <laughs> the Freedom Convoy 2022. That's funny. Rowe knocks him up later rounds. Yeah. Wait, was came around on the Gamir Khan his last fight. In the third round, I mean, he, you know, if that fight was 10 seconds longer, probably would have got finished. But it wasn't. He won the fight. Anyways, Phil Rowe, I think, wins. Uh, let's go to this fight. This is actually the closest fight in the uh, card, according to the betting odds. Mark andre Barrio against Chidi and Jakawani. Minus 110 each, Marcel. A true pick of fight. So <laughs> give me your thoughts on this one, man. What's with all these damn Canadians on this card, man? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, Mark andre Barrio, we all know he started very bad in the UFC with 0-3. But as of lately, has looked better, man. I think uh, against Abu Azaitar, uh, he got that late finish, and against Dalcha, uh, he got a, he got a good win. That was, I think, it was the first fight of the night back then. Um, sure. Was a good win. I think we both picked him in that fight. It was probably one of the first times I picked Barrio, um, so I can't remember that one. Shidio uh, and Jokuani, we know he came for he, he fought for Bellator, for example. He fought also an LFA fight. Came for the Contender Series. Uh, got a good win over Mario Souza. And uh, now in the UFC, man, I expect this to be a good fight, to be really honest, man. I expect uh, Shidi to uh, to stand and bang, probably with Barrio. What is Barrio going to do with that one? Um, does he 
does he fight smart or does he going to stand and bang with him and he gets dropped? I don't know. Um, I feel like I'm going with Anjokuani in this one, man. Um, it's a really 50-50 fight to me, man, but I have more trust in Anjokuani to, to get the win. Uh, does he finish him? I don't know. I'm thinking go with the decision, man. Um, Nicole is asking if there's any chance of Julian Lex Davis in the finish. Definitely. I, I think if there is, it'd probably be TKO by cuts. That's the way I think. Because if someone gets cut and they, the doctor stops it. And honestly, it's been a while. I think since we had a doctor stop, it's probably due for one soon in the sport. So I, I'm thinking that's, but I feel like that fight goes over two, two and a half rounds most of the time because they're both super durable. Um, I would think it would be Julian knocking out Alexis, though, because Alexis, you know, remember Ronda knocked her out like 10 seconds or something? Like, okay, let's get to this fight. Um, all right, so my initial thoughts were, you know, Bar- Barrios looked great. I've been betting on him. He's looked amazing. And he's been winning me money. So I'm like, all right, I got to continue the hot streak. But every matchup is different, right? It's not just – I can't just blindly keep betting on him because I really like the guy. Um, I think he's improved a lot. Don't get me wrong, Mark Andrew Barrios. Definitely improved a lot. He's, he's shown that. The cardio is great. It's always been good. The wrestling's improved. The striking's improved. Everything's improved, right? But – I still don't think his striking is at the same level as Andrew Kwani. You know, I think Andrew Kwani is definitely the better striker. Um, the guy really attacks the body well, um, kicks the body, knees to the body. He's nasty. And, you know, at middleweight, he's looked better, like, surprisingly. That, uh, at welterweight, probably was cutting a lot of weight. You know, durability was an issue getting finished in Bellator. Moved out to middleweight last two fights. He's looked really good. He looked great in LFA in that one fight. He looked amazing in contender series. Um, so, you know, Marcel, it's one of those fights where I'm really high on Marc-Andre Barrio, but I think this is, could be a bad matchup for him. I feel like Chidi Njokwani can win this fight because I just think, you know, from what I've seen, the grappling's improved quite a bit. And even in the clinch, I think, you know, it's not a bad spot for him where Barrio usually excels. I don't think he'll excel in the clinch against Chidi who's laying those knees, elbows, everything. So why I expect a competitive fight, Marcel. I expect uh, a, a close competitive fight. I think Chidi ends up getting the win, either uh, you know a decision or potentially a stoppage. But the number one thing I'm seeing here, guys, you know, from this fight is just the, the striking levels are just so so different, you know. And 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 you know, not only does Chidi, uh, I think the more technical striking gets hit a lot less. You know, Mark Andrew Biro through six UFC fights is getting hit 4.94 significant strikes a minute. Like he's getting tagged, teed off on a tag. And you know, quite frankly, this is the best striker he's fought yet. So. While Chidi is new to the UFC, guys, this is his like 30th professional fight. He he should have been in the UFC years ago. Marcel, he's he's born the same year as me, you know. Um, he's been a pro since 2007. Very experienced guy. Why is why would why did he have you know actually I, I'm gonna answer my own question. I, I was asking Cole yesterday, I'm like, Cole, why did this guy have good contender series? And then I'm like, oh yeah, because they got him on that fucking 10 for 10 contract. That's what they, that's why. They don't have to pay him 20, 20, 30, and 30. They got him on 10 for 10. I think it's a close fight, guys, but honestly, I think GDN Jukonda wins the fight. So that's my pick there. And, you know, he's minus 110, and I think he's going to win it. I'm surprised uh, we have to no, say I, I completely agree with Tristan. I completely disagree, Tristan. I think this guy can definitely win decision. I think Barrio wins his fights by cardio. This guy's cardio is good, too. It's gonna ma- He's going to match the cardio. So I, I disagree. I think he can win the decision or a finish. So I think he's got two paths to victory in this fight, and neither a knockout or a decision. Um, I think his cardio's really improved at middleweight. He's found his home. That's my thoughts, and we'll see how the fight plays out. And again, I was expecting to pick Barrio, but that's why I do research. You know, it's not like if I was just looking at the fight, okay, Barrio. But when I actually looked into it, 
you know, looking at the last couple of fights, I just see a big difference in the striking level, and I feel like this guy can keep the fight standing. I think he can match the wrestling, match the cardio, and outstrike him. So that's that's why I have to pick him. Anyways, what are you going to say, Marcel? I'm surprised we both pick. I, I'm surprised too, and I got to be honest. Like last, I was not expecting to pick him. You know, I slept on this <laughs> one, but ultimately, like I said, that's the biggest difference I see in the fight is. One guy is really fast and elusive and can strike with the best of them. One guy is, you know, he's, he's a decent striker, but he's not great. And he's kind of one of those guys that, you know, he's, he plods around the cage, in my opinion, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, every fight's different. Every matchup's different. You know, you can't just be like, okay, Barrios look great and his cardio is winning these fights. Yeah, that's true. But this guy's also look great. His cardio has also been winning his fights. So we'll see what happens. And yes, Tristan, we'll see. Because I want to know myself, man. Again, I hate when my initial thoughts are one guy, and then after I do the research, I have the other guy. But that's what's happened here, Marcel. So <laughs> hopefully I'm right. Hopefully we're both right. Actually, we'll pick him. So I was fully expecting to pick Barrio, by the way. So yeah, he does have a lot of experience. But again, he's not fighting a, a, a new guy. I know, again, this guy's contender series. He has 30 fights, Marcel, you know. So it's kind of like Victor Henry, in my opinion, kind of similar, mm-hmm. you know, like a guy with tons of experience and I don't think the bright lights will affect him at all. You know, he's fought in Bellator main events. I, I think he's fine. You know, that's, yeah. Crazy. And it's not, th- yeah. that's not even audience, you know, that's <laughs> true too, yeah. but, but no, for sure, Tristan, I mean, like there's definitely a difference between fighting in LFA and contender series in the UFC. Mm-hmm. And if I'm, well, I wouldn't say I'm wrong. Cause I think it's a close fight, but I have to pick someone, but you know, if my pick's going to be ultimately wrong, I'll accept it. But again, what I'm seeing is that, is that striking levels. No, what's going on, man? Glad to have you here as well, man. Um, we got Literal Scott. What's going on, my friend? So go to the next fight here, guys. We got Hakeem Dewado, another Canadian, against Michael Trezano. I don't know why all the Canadians are on this card. Me and Hakeem, minus 170. The Lone Wolf, Mike Trezano, plus 150. Who's your pick? Yeah, I think Mike Trezano is a very underrated guy, to be really honest, man. I think many people... Uh... Uh, don't, don't really see the value in him. And that's probably because of his first two fights went to a split decision. And he lost to fan favorite Janetti and to fan favorite back then, Luis Pena, you know. But or, or he won against fan favorites, Janetti and Pena. But I think he won both those fights. Fire unit should have been unanimous, in my opinion. So, I mean, those were good wins. After that, he, uh, he lost to Dawson. He got taken down and pretty much he got... He got he got choked out. Dawson's just a really good prospect in the division, I think. And uh, that Ludovic Klein fight could have gone both ways. I think it was a yeah, very I, close. I honestly fight. thought he lost the fight. That's yeah, the yeah, it was a very close one. And uh, I mean, I think nobody would have complained if that went to Ludovic Klein. To be really honest, so um, yeah. I mean, if you look at Hakim Dawudu, uh, he lost last time to Mafsa Evloev, but I don't think that's a, that's a bad loss. At the same time, that fight before that one against Tuhugov, I think he didn't want that fight, to be really honest. I think he lost the first two rounds, and he won the third round, but Tuhugov was stupid to to, to coast, and uh, yeah, yeah he, he got fucked, you know? I remember betting, I bet on keeping that fight, but it was such a sketchy decision either way. I remember yeah. that one. It was in uh, Abu Dhabi, so. And if you look at the Julio Arce fight before that one, yeah. He did well in the first round. Second, third round, well, not as great, you know? So, yeah. and the thing is, Julio Arce trains a lot with Mike Trezano. So, that is Mike Trezano, as it also kn- probably knows how to approach. But, um, man, I'm going for a little upset here, man. I'm t- taking Trezano for a decision in this one. I don't think that's a terrible pick. You know, Trezano's been really underrated. And you look at his betting lines, like he's been an underdog in a couple of the fights. Let me double check here. But I remember when he fought um, for the belt, like not for the belt, for the top championship, I picked him as a dog. 
Yeah, he was an underdog against Joe Gianetti. He was an underdog against Luis Pena, and he won that fight. He yeah. uh, was an underdog against Ludovic Klein and won that fight. He's been an underdog in all his fights in the UFC, and he's won all three of them. So clearly a guy the market's mispricing, guys. Remember that right now, okay? The market has not figured this guy out yet. I think he's pretty good. I do think Hakeem Dewa is the better striker. And again, I said the same thing last fight. I think this fight takes place standing, and I think Hakeem's going to outstrike him. But there's just – I have issues with Hakeem's style sometimes, Marcel. Like, he doesn't – you know, there's times where he doesn't throw enough or he doesn't go for the kill, and Chazon could steal it. You know what I mean? So I think it's going to be a close fight, but I think it goes to the decision, and Hakeem's going to win a close decision. That's my thought on this one, Marcel. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked if there was an upset here. Again, Mike Trezano got 3-0, guys, in the UFC, all by upsets. This would be fourth upset in a row. And at that point, you're like, okay, this guy might be really good, and we just don't know how good he actually is. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Marcel. He's barely winning these fights. That's the other thing. There's split decisions. The last fight was Yunez, but it could have been split or he could have lost. The other fights were split decisions. So he's winning, but he's barely edging these fights out. So, they're, you know, and I feel like this is probably another one of those fights, Marcel, another really close fight that he might edge out. But I think Hakeem should win, you know. Um, and I think Hakeem looked really good in that third round against Movsar of Love. I mean, that, that's, that should give him some confidence, I'd hope. Adam, like, should this yeah. fight be on the main card? Um, should this fight be on the main card? I think it should. Possibly, you know. Um, I don't think San obviously should be on the main card, but, you know, the UFC loves him. So this could be on the main card. Anyways, let's go to the next. This is the last prelim, actually, the next one. Mm. Miles um, Johns against John Castaneda. I really like this fight. I think this is a great fight. I think it's an underrated fight uh, on the card um, between two guys that are really good. This division, Bantamweight, is ridiculous. I mean, these guys are already close to being ranked, and they're both really good fighters. So I love this fight. Minus 200 Miles Johns, plus 170 John Castaneda. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, Chapo versus Sexy Maxi, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, Miles uh, <clears throat> Johns came from the LFA, right, where we uh, got a win over Adrian Yanez uh, in championship fight. Uh, contender series wasn't the best fighter thing against Richie Santiago, if I can remember, but he did enough in the UFC one to sign him, which I agree with because he's a good fighter. You know, had that uh, had that debut, that very tough debut against Cole Smith, another Canadian guy who uh, tried to, to control him on the ground, but he still got the decision win. Uh, then got that loss to Bautista, which I didn't expect. But, man, he has looked great in his last two fights, in my opinion. He knocked out his opponents on TV, that and Anderson DeSantos. The DeSantos was almost uh, was almost sad to see, man, for DeSantos. I think he broke his leg or whatever. Um, Castaneda, also, uh, he's from, he came from Combate, right? He had a great run there. Went to the Contender Series, fought that Shade and Lea Loa guy, which I always fail to pronounce uh, correctly. Won the fight, didn't got a contract, went back to Combate. Won two fights, then lost to uh, Levy Marroquin and to Josie Aldai. Um, and then again, uh, got, got to the UFC uh, at a certain moment, but uh, that he had that uh, that, that loss against Nathaniel Wood, right, in his debut. Uh, not a bad loss, you know, you can lose against Nathaniel Wood in, in your debut. But he looked he looked pretty decent against Wineland, man. He knocked Wineland out or, or late in the first round. So um, he got power. But I think Miles Johns is a more complete fighter, man. I think Miles Johns will probably. I know Castaneda has a background for wrestling as well, but I think Miles Johns wrestling is better, to be honest. And uh, I expect Miles Johns to uh, to ah man, maybe he's gonna strike with him. I don't know. I think Miles Johns also has some really good striking, you know. And Castaneda is pretty. Uh, he's sometimes a little bit wild, in my opinion. And Miles Johns is a little bit more composed. Um, I'm taking Miles Johns here. Will he finish him? Maybe. 
You know, I'm not sure, but uh, I'm taking Miles Johns via, uh, let's say, late round, late third round TKO. Ground there you go. Ground. There you go. Yeah, I, I love this fight. I just think this division's sick. It's just so mm-hmm. good. Like, these again, these guys are like the top 25, I guess, like maybe, like, you know, and to me, they could easily be top 15. You know, they're both good. So I think Johns has looked great, obviously. The last fight was very impressive. Destroyed that dude. His leg was destroyed. Uh, broke his that other guy. Interesting to say, was super tough. Though. He fought with a broken leg for three rounds and then gets brutally knocked out in the third. Um, the Natty V dead fight was a nice knockout, but again, you know that guy's kind of not very good. So, is it a good win? I don't know. The Batista fight got knocked out. That's not good. Cole Smith fight was not super impressive, but you know I think he has made some changes. You know, overall, Marshall, I think he's been okay in the UFC. You know, lately he's been looking amazing. So, but. Again, that for Cole Smith fight was not very good, and Batista too. So it's not like he's blown the you know the roof off the the house, if, so to say. John Castaneda, I mean, same thing, I guess. Like had a decent fight on Contender Series, didn't get signed. Goes to Kambachi, had some really good fights, had some close losses. Um, some of the guys he fought ended up in the UFC. Uh, some guys are champions there now, so it's like he's good. And I remember when when he got signed to the UFC and he fought in Fangor Wood, I thought, man, this guy's not too bad. You know, he's pretty tough and. Uh, He's, he, he was pretty durable, and then he fought Eddie Wilder and knocked him out, which was a nice win. I feel like this is a really close fight, guys, you know, personally. I think these guys are both the same. Um, you know, I can I definitely understand what Miles Johnson's favorite. He's looked great lately, and it's, you know, he's a bigger name and stuff. But I think it's a close fight, Marcel. I'm, I'm kind of looking at John Castaneda as an underdog, guys. Um, I, plus 170, you can get plus 200 out there. I think it's a really competitive fight, and I think he can hang on the feet with this guy, and I think he can grapple him, too. So... Again, you know, John Castaneda is an underrated guy, and, he, and he's, again, a very experienced fighter. This is his 25th fight, right? So, um, 20, uh, 24th fight, actually, sorry. But, you know, still, I mean, the guy, you know, is a pretty good fighter, I think, and he does have a reach advantage in this fight. I think he can hang with him and, and, and win a decision, but, you know, he did get tagged a lot in the thing on a wood fight, so if he gets KO'd here, it wouldn't shock me either. I'm leaning towards an upset, though, Marcel, because I just think it's a close fight. So that's my thoughts, guys. I would pick the plus 200 in a close fight. That's my thoughts on this one. A local completely disagrees with me. That's okay. That's fair. Uh, this guy likes John's too. Oh, there you go. Daniel says, cast another good volume. John should be able to deal with it with the power of wrestling. I don't know how how, how good Miles John's wrestling is. He's he's landing not even one takedown uh, uh, a fight or per 15 minutes, guys. So his wrestling, is, is, I think, you know, it should be good enough. But, you know, he took he had three takedowns landed. Uh, sorry, only one takedown landed in the UFC. Against, mm-hmm. against Cole Smith. That's, so he's not really a wrestler. He did take down a Richie Santiago guy, but that was three years ago, you know? So he's turned into a striker now, and that's why he might get in trouble in this fight, because I think Castaneda can hang with him, out-volume him, and win a decision. That's what I'm thinking happened. At, at the same time, Castaneda got taken down in all of his UFC yeah, fights. Yeah, I know. So maybe it, it, maybe the guy just goes to it. Like, you know, Francis just went to the zero gone. Not, not, numbers wouldn't point to that, but he did it, right? So mm. that, you know, and I... He does have sight uh, safe in his corner, right? So I mean, safe might be like just take him down. Maybe that's the the game plan, you know. But again, I'm going to take a shot on the underdog in this one, Marcel. Um, I want to be a little different too, you know. It's <laughs> you can't have the, it's just like crazy. Like we've been again, me and Marcel, we don't talk about these fights beforehand, guys. We just have the same thoughts, you know. We are, <laughs> I would say, decently smart about this. Uh, what, what was someone asking there? There was a comment. Uh, the lines will get wider. I'll take it saw by Casanada. Yeah, me too. What's the over under? Uh, hey, what's going on, Raw Torque? I'll take the I'll take a look at the over under. Two, it's well, you can get one and a half or two and a half, uh, you know, depending on the book you're at. But uh, over two and a half minus one seventy five, under two and a half plus one fifty five. I'm leaning a decision to be honest with you, but you know, it wouldn't surprise if there's a knockout here. So, 
I don't really see value either way, but maybe you do, you know? What do you think, a finish or a decision? I have a think you in the third round, man. There you go. So, but I know, but you, I know, but over, it's, I mean, again, is it over or under that two and a half minute mark in the third round? Oh, um, over. <laughs> That's why this is hard to bet, Marcel. You can't just be like, oh, maybe third round. It's like, when in the third round, you know? So, yeah, the kicks look good in last fight. Again, he, he could definitely win this fight. And that was, again, kind of my initial lean, but I think the odds have swayed me a little bit. You know, in a close fight, I'm leaning towards the guy at plus 200. You know? All right, let's go to the next fight. Another interesting one, I think. Julian Rosa against Steven Peterson. Interesting fights. We have... I've never thought I'd see the day where Julian Arosa was at minus 300. You know, I'll start, I'll start with this one, actually, Marcel. Never thought the day I'd see Julian Arosa at minus 300, but here we are. Steven Peterson plus 250. I'm going to say right now, these odds are way too wide. I mean, this, this is crazy. Um, Julian Arosa's looked good lately. Don't get me wrong. And when I when I saw this fight, I'm like, okay, he should win. Like, because he's looked great. Like, he's looked really good. But the, the guy's got one of the worst chins out there. I don't trust his chin at all. And he can be out-wrestled, too. So as good as he's looked lately... I still don't trust the guy, Marcel. I've got to be honest with you. And, you know, I think Steven Peterson is pretty underrated, to be honest with you. Like, looked great against Chase Hooper. Looked good against Martin Bravo. Um, you know, he's hung in there with guys like Caceres. He's hard to finish. Um, tough dude. Good wrestling. Um, Marcel, man, I think the odds are crazy in this one, honestly. I think the odds are way off. Well, I think it's a, a, a close fight, guys. And, obviously, Arosa, I, I, I think he definitely makes sense as the favorite here. But... I'm looking at Steven Peterson at plus 250 and, and looking at a dog that I think has a really good chance to win um, because he's fighting a guy with a terrible chin. He's fighting a guy that he could take down and not wrestle. I mean, Arosa could knock him out or submit him. I get that, but Steven Peterson is super durable. Uh, I'm going with Steven Peterson, Marcel. Steven Peterson by knockout. That's my pick. Let's do it. Steven Peterson by knockout, guys. I, I, I'm not I'm not sold on doing Arosa at all. And plus, minus 300 is insane on him, I think. Steven Peterson by knockout, plus 800. There you go, guys. There's, there's a prop I like. Um, go for the upset, Marcel. Um, and I don't think it's crazy. You know, guys, like, again, Rosa's chin is garbage. I think this guy can knock him out for sure. So, again, he, you know, even the fights he's been winning, like Jordan, he got dropped um, against, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sung Wu Choi got knocked out. Sean Woodson dropped him. He came back to win. Guys, yeah, his chin won't have anything to hold. I want to hear you guys' thoughts on this one, but I'm looking at plus 250, and I'm thinking, man, that's a – Really tasty line. So, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I hate to say it, but I kind of agree with you, man. I mean, no way. holy yeah. shit, yes, baby. Uh, yeah, Woo. I kind of agree with you with this Fuck one, yeah, man. man. I think, uh, I think Peterson has the power to knock him out, you know. And I think, uh, yeah, Rose has chin, he has some troubles with his chin often, you know. So, uh, yeah, I'm fully with you in this one, man. I, I always felt that I also felt the same way. So, I'm also taking Peterson, also via TK or KO stoppage. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. So there we go, guys. I mean, I would take a shot at a plus 800 by knockout because I think, you know, Arosa's change is terrible. Like, again, look at the numbers, guys. The numbers don't lie. Even the fights he's winning, he's getting dropped and coming back and winning. It could happen in this fight, too. But, you know, I just I think this is a close fight, you know, and I just don't get the line. I, it's his recency bias is his finest, let's be honest, because Arosa's been a huge underdog like his whole career. And then all of a sudden, he's a massive favorite against Team Peterson. He's a good fighter. I don't agree with that either. That's crazy. Over two and a, over one and a half, Tristan. That's interesting. What is the odds on that? Over one and a half. Because I actually think that's a really good bet. Uh, minus two sixty. I don't know if I touch it. I mean, Peterson can knock him on the first. But either way, yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna go with Peterson by by knockout plus eight hundred and Peterson straight plus two fifty. Take a shot on him, Marcel. Again, you know, competitive fight, guys. But 
you know, he's a super experienced. He's got 20, this is his 29th fight. You know what I mean? Like this is not a, uh, it's not a guy who's a rookie. This is an mm-hmm. experienced veteran. Rosa does have 38 <laughs> fights himself, but um, John just mentioned this fight. Clinton Rodriguez, TJ Vergara. That's a good fight. Fun fight. Yeah, they are contender series guys for lectures. TJ already fought in the UFC and lost to uh, OJ Osborne. Yeah. Rosa in the Genie Mazzani spot. Yeah. Rosa the king of the catchweights. He sure is. Short notice king. I think this one uh, was kind of like a full camp, I think, or something, two months. I know these guys wanted to fight each other. I think Arosa was calling out. I can't remember. Um, all right, let's go to the next fight then, Marcel. Uh, yeah, I also have no idea what he called out. Yeah, <laughs> so no, I was waiting, like, one I was of waiting the, for you to say it. <laughs> well, no, one of the guys called each other out. I just can't remember who called each other out first. But I know that they were – someone said, like, they weren't answering his Instagram calls. It's kind of stupid. Anyways, they made the fight. All right. Yeah. Here's the true tough championship between Trishon Gore and Brian Battle. This is supposed to happen. Uh, Brian Battle ended up fighting uh, uh, Gilbert Abina, won the fight. Now we got the uh, the fight finally. So interesting fight, Marcel. Minus one seventy five for Trishon Gore, plus one forty five for Brian Battle. What do you think? Yeah, man, this is a difficult one in my opinion, man. I mean, <clears throat> Trishon Gore he has looked great in the Ultimate Fighter. You know, before that, it was it was three and zero. You know, the guys guy who are zero and zero, zero and one, or zero and zero and one and one and zero. You know, yeah. if you look at Brian Battle, um, he he had trouble, man, in the first round with with uh, Gilbert Urbina. You know, he came back in the second round, but he had trouble with him. You know, and I think if he has the same trouble with Trishon Gore, he probably is not going to last to the second round. So. Ah man, I kind of feel like I have to go with Gore, man. Although normally, man, when when a guy should be in the final and they fight later, they he still doesn't win normally, you know. So, uh, but I'm going with Gore. I think Gore finishes him probably early in the first round, man. That's what I expect. If not, I I think battle in the later stages. But I'm thinking Gore here. By the way, Daniel, this comment from last fight, you're saying that he thinks uh, Pierce can win by an overhand, right? Literally, like uh, Gore. Yeah, I'm going to go with Gore too. Now, I just think from what I I, remember, I actually watched this season. Um, I skipped the uh, the stuff in the house most of the yeah, time. I just too. watched the fights. Yeah, just because like I don't honestly care about just banging bro and all that stuff. You know what I mean? I just want to watch the fights. <laughs> yeah, like in the same. old day, the tough house was awesome back in the day, but it's not like that anymore. Obviously, it's just, kind of dated now. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like I yeah. Anyways, I prefer contender, but I think the guy looked like the better prospect on the show. But again, you know, he hasn't fought in the UFC yet. He, he barely has any fights. I think this is what fourth, fifth fight. So hmm. there's a lot of risk here with this guy because he just he's a he's a really raw prospect, but man, he's really talented, right? Brian yeah. Battle's talented too, though, you know. But he, again, he's not very experienced himself. Honestly, it's I don't even know if these guys are UFC caliber yet, you know. I know they're in the UFC now. I think the winner will be, but whoever loses might not really be. Um, lean towards Tristan Gore Marcel, but honestly, I think Brian Bell could win this fight, and I wouldn't touch mm-hmm. it. I'm going to stay away from it because I, you know, we don't even know how good Tristan Gore really is yet. Let's be honest, but oh, the, the potential's there, and uh, I know Dana White was really high on him, and and he believes in him as matchmakers do too, and I, I kind of do too. So. You know what's funny? Somebody said like he looks like a combination of Darren Till and Derek Brunson, and I can't unsee it now anymore. That's you know? funny. Who dares worth <laughs> the stab? This guy likes some uh, raw torque at plus money. I think he could win too. Gore round one, it'll play for Gore only. I mean, he won his last fight in round two, didn't he? I think so. Or sorry, about Gore. I mean, um, you know, he, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, Tristan. We don't know about his cardio at all, right? Like, if it gets into round two, do we even know if he can hang? And then Battle can come back and win. Yeah, that's what this guy's saying. Yeah, I kind of agree with you guys. I think. I think we've kind of, I think we kind of figured this one out. It's probably going to be Gore early on. If he doesn't get it done, you know, it could be sketchy, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
again, that's I think it's Dogger Pass, but I'm going to lean towards Gore for the pick. Just a straight pick. All right. Welterweights, Carlson Harris and Shafkat Rachmanov. And I, I think this is going to be a great fight. Um, I'm glad they're getting the main card treatment. Both guys have been on a roll lately. We got Shafkat Rachmanov minus 240, Carlson Harris plus 200. A guy, Carlson Harris, who's won. Uh, well, he's actually, just his last fight was an underdog against Impo, but I mean, he's an underdog game here. So give me your thoughts on this one. It's a great fight, man. Let's be honest, man. Shafkat, he came from M1 Global. Um, everybody was like, he has a great knockout power, but we saw some submission wins, but how good actually is his ground game? And then he went to the UFC. He first sub Alex Oliveira, but then he sub Michel Prezeras, and Prezeras is a really good fighter on the ground. We all know that. So he looked really good there. Um, looked like a complete fighter. Stand-up is pretty good as well. Fights uh, Trains at Sanford at the moment. Um, then we have, on the other hand, we have uh, Carlson Harris. He got the he got the win on the I think on the was it on the Dana White looking for a fight on the Abu Dhabi card right, yeah. and Dana was to him like yeah we normally don't sign guys who are this old and uh, who has a record of this. I was like dude if he's good sign the fucker you know, <laughs> so yeah I'm sorry but he signed him so, so uh, and he looked great in the UFC so far in my yeah. opinion he he pretty much uh, walked through Chris, Christian Aguilera. You know, and then the yep. second fight against Empire underestimated him, man. Me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. So, so this is a good fight, but still, I gotta say, man, I'm still picking Rachmanov, man. I think Rachmanov is a future top five guy, maybe, you know, and uh, I'm really high on the guy. I also think he gets a finish. I'm taking him by a first round knockout, to be honest, this one. And that's no, no disrespect to Harris at all. I mean, I think Carlson Harris is a really good fighter. This is just kind of, you know, a hard fight, I think, for anyone at this point. That's the thing, right? Like, I just think Shavkot's really good. He's probably just as good as Kamzat and those guys. Like, I, I, we don't know yet, but he, he looked he's looked great in the UFC. You know, destroyed Michelle Prezeris, um, destroyed Alex Oliveira. He looked just great in those fights. But Carlson Harris has also looked great in the UFC, Marcel, uh, yeah. against Aguilar and Kitsenge. Who knows? I mean... Every fighter has a loss. Like, there's very few guys with their defeated defeated, like Khabib, right? Like, most guys have a loss. And a lot of the losses are kind of, like, I wouldn't say random, but, you know, they are kind of unexpected. And then you look back at it later on, you're like, oh, it wasn't that bad because he lost to a guy who's like a veteran, a good fighter. And I think, you know, this is the case. Like, Carlson Ayers is a really, really good fighter. He's super experienced. Um, you know, but again, Marcel, he's, he is, he is old, you know, he's 34, he's older than me, you know, like he's, he's not a young guy. He just made his debut, right? He's looked great. Yeah. I think he's, he's got to make a title right now if he's going to do it or, or run for the top 15, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, cause he looked great and he's got momentum and everything, but it's like, how do you pick against Shavkat? He's just, he's looked amazing everywhere. The striking, the grappling, everything, Marcel. So I got to go with Shavkat. But again, it's another spot where I think it could be a potential upset because I think Carlson Harris is really good. And, it, you know, if, if this guy loses to him, I, I wouldn't hold that against Shavka. It's just a learning experience, you know? Because um, I think Harris is solid. But I'm going to go with Shavka Marcel. But, um, probably gets a finish at some point. What are you going to say? Yeah, if Shavka loses, it's hurts his, his, his value at this moment, I think. because Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. He, is, he is really like uh, people are really high on the guy, and I'm as well, you know? Yeah. But I think if he loses, man, that 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 could cost him almost Ankalaev years. You know, I think. Yeah, so. exactly. It cost you a couple of years of your career because yeah. you take that step back. No, you're right. Exactly. Chavkat King Harris, thirty four. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, it's went over. Say, uh, say, is aging so well. Uh, Harris worth the stab. I saw a fight where Chavkat on his back. <sighs> the odds are wide. I agree. I agree, Tristan. I think the odds are a little wide. 
I agree. Took the dog uh, shot Harris plus two ten. I think he's looked good in the UFC, man. I mean, the guy is solid. You know, he's again a lot of experience, so I think he's it's possibly an upset. You know, I'm going to play DraftKings. I'll be putting both guys obviously in my teams. A lot of Shavkat and Harris. I think in like on every team I have in DraftKings, I'll have either guy. So I'll probably have like fifteen Shavkats and five Carlstons or something like that. Right. You know, let's go to the co-main event: Puna Toriano against Nick Maximov. Um, let's go uh, this fight. The odds. Minus 185 for Puna, plus 160, Nick Maximov. Just want to call him from Zishan. What's going on, man? He says the whole of Caucus region behind Shavkat. Yeah, that's driving, that's driving the line up to, to uh, minus 240, minus 250 soon. Anyways, Puna Soriano, Nick Maximov. Go ahead, Marcel. What do you think that this fight is in the co-main event? I'm not sure. I think they like uh, both guys, I guess. Like, they're both, you know, decently exciting guys, I'd say. But maybe they hope Nick Maximov wins, you know, because he, he could be promoted as, like, Nick Nate Diaz's protege, I guess. But I don't know. I, I I think Shavkat should have been, to be honest with you. But anyways, what's your thoughts? I think so as well. So um, Nick Maximoff had uh, that last uh, th- that uh, short notice fight last time against Cody Brundage, right? Uh, or it was short notice for Cody Brundage. Nick Maximoff was supposed to fight, let me think. Who was he supposed to fight again on that, on that car? Cody Brundage took it off short. Oh, uh, Carl, Carl Robeson, right? Yeah. was supposed to fight Carl Robeson. Um Listen, man, Maximov looked good in the first round, but after that, he was fading badly, you know, and uh, Cody actually won the third round, but yeah. uh, Maximov still won first and two, uh, first and second. Um, if you look at Puna Soriano, the thing is, the fight against Allen was a fun fight, but he didn't look great in that fight, to be really honest, you know. Mm-hmm. And many, many of Puna Soriano's fights ended in the first round because he has that power and knocks people out. So... Actually, we have two guys here who have great first rounds normally. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I feel like Puna knocks him out in the first round, to be honest. And if not, we can see a very long decision, I think. But I think Puna knocks him out in the first round. So I'm taking uh, Puna Soriano. Joe likes the fight. I do too. Do you think Soriano? I think he could. I mean, you could. That fight was, yeah, he's some of the Shavkat. I actually, I can't remember the fight. Um, I have to rewatch. I know I've seen it at some point. These guys like Maximov. Um, yeah, that's the thing. I'm, I'm with hype. I think Puna's wrestling is good too, guys. That's the thing. Like, I don't know if Nick Maximov can oh, wrestle him, honestly. From what I've seen, Puna's wrestling is good. Um, and definitely the better striker. You know, got more power for sure. You know, Brandon Allen beat him. You know, it was a competitive fight, but he outstruck him. He hit him to the body a lot. I think he, you know, Brandon Allen just looked amazing in that fight. It's kind of crazy how, Puna's going to be the co-main event, and Brandon Allen beat him like in his last fight. He's going to be down the card, but that's how it plays out. I, I'm not like super confident in Puna in this fight spot, guys, but I think he can win this fight because I think he can outstrike uh, Nick Maximov. So that's kind of what I'm seeing in this fight, Mark. So um, I think he kind of negates the grappling, keeps on the feet, just throws in more power. Um, but Nick Maximov's looked good, and you know he out wrestled that guy in contender series who was way bigger than him. So. Maybe Nick can take him down and hold him there. I just that third round against Brundage was not impressive, Marcel. You know what I mean? I can't get out of my mind where it's like the guy was looking pretty good and then it just looks like crap. So yeah. I just don't so, know. Like I thought he was a cardio machine, and now I'm not sure. You know, Marcel. Like I assumed he was a cardio machine. So competitive fight, guys. But I'm leaning towards Puna. That's my pick by decision. So to answer the question, I, I think a decision. Actually, he could knock him out. Now that I think about it, you know, maybe this guy's chin. It's just it's not tested. 
you know, just because he's trained with Nick Diaz doesn't mean he's got Nick Diaz's chin and his cardio, right? We don't we don't know that. So don't we saw that wrong. with the we saw it with Chris Avila, to be really honest. Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, this guy's way better than Chris Avila. He's he's not. Oh yeah, just, oh for sure. I just sure. don't know how good he is yet. You know, yeah. and I, I'm. This is a big man. Co-main event, your second fight. That's UFC likes the guy clearly. So, all right, main event: Jack Hermanson, Sean Strickland. Love it. Minus two twenty, Sean Strickland plus one eighty, Jack Herman. So we got the Joker, and we got Sean Strickland Tarzan. So you want to go first with this one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I love this fight. Obviously, guys, you guys know him. I'm a huge Sean Strickland mark. Um, the guy's crazy. You know, he's hilarious. He's nuts, but great fighter. For, uh, at the end of the day, you know, just so good. You know, I think um, just the, the striking look great. Uh, great. He works behind his jab so well, right? Really does, and lands a lot of volume. You can land that, that right hand behind it. He can, he can knock you out. And, you know, Jack Hermanson is, is a good fighter, too. He's pretty capable on the feet. Um, not great, but decent. Throwing against Vittori is durable. Ground game is great, you know. Definitely has the better ground game. But, honestly, Sean Strickland's ground game is pretty good. His defensive grappling is good. The last time he had taken down was five years ago, Kamaru Usman, okay? Yeah. That was the last time he had taken down five years ago. Now, to be fair, he hasn't been fighting really grapplers like this. But the guy's training every day extreme couture. He's getting better every day. He's training with wrestlers every day. Um, I, I I feel really confident Sean Strickland will will keep this fight standing. You know, um, while we don't see him fight on the ground very much, I remember when he did fight in his UFC debut against Bubba McDaniel, destroyed that guy on the ground. That guy was a I'm pretty sure a black belt too. Just destroyed him. He never had to use his ground game really. He can just strike with you. So I think he can keep the fight standing and. I think Sean Strickland can outstrike Jack Hermanson, but you know my question is: do you knock him out or, or decision? I'm leaning towards the decision, Marcel. Um, just like the last fight with Uriah Hall, I think it plays out very similarly, guys. I think he just he just works off the jab, lands the right hand behind it, and you know lands you know 150 strikes to 100 and wins the unanimous decision. That's what I'm picking. So that that's my that's my picks on this one, guys. What do you guys think? I I love it when Adam says exactly what I think, you know, because. That's what I think as well. You know, I think he work like you said, he works perfectly behind his jab. Uh, he's not easy to take down, and Hermanson definitely going to try to take him down. I think and uh, implement his his uh, BJJ skills. I feel like Strickland will win over five rounds um, and get the decision home. That's what I expect. Uh, I'm not as high on Strickland as Adam is because Adam is ultimate high on Strickland, but I think he's a really good fighter and I think he wins this fight for a decision. Dude, I've always liked him, man. Honestly, like dating back to that Bob McDaniel fight, but even before that, he was fighting in King of the Cage. He, to me, he was always a good prospect. And, you know, since he's come back from, remember, this guy had this motorcycle accident. It cost him, like, I think two years or something. Mm -hmm. uh, he was out for, yeah, two years. Since he's come back, he moved up to 185. He's looked great. Uh, and, I, you know, this is a good test for him. Jack Hermanson's a very respected veteran. I, oh, I think sure. he's a great fighter, you know, but this is a test I believe Sean Strickland passes. I really like him here. I think it's, you know, minus 220 is a good line. You know, parlay with one of the other favorites, maybe cut it down the juice to, like, pick him. That's what I would do. I think Sean Strickland wins, though. I, I like him. You put him in DraftKings teams. Get these comments, guys. I want to hear you guys' thoughts. We got Ritual likes Hermanson. Well, I guess you think he's going to win by grappling. That's totally fair. Tristan, I like him too, man. I think he wins too. I really like this guy. He's, he's been a good investment for me, you know, guys. Like he's he's winning his fights. He's been great. Strickland, Strickland. Adam looks a lot like Strickland. <laughs> That's awesome. That's hilarious. The guy's so jokes. He's crazy. You know, they're going through. He had that video. He's going through his house and showing his like apartment. He had two mm -hmm. guns. I'm like, man, this guy has two guns. Like that's so dangerous. You know, like this is the guy. But he's awesome, man. Kuna Nako. You know, it's hilarious how his toilet. I don't know if you guys saw it. His toilet didn't work. He actually has to like 
take the lid off the toilet, put his hand down, and pull like the thing so it flushes. <laughs> Guys, the flush button doesn't work. He's too cheap to fix it. Guy's hilarious, man. Um, both guys have proven they can go five hard. What's the problem? Fight goes distance. I, I, I'm leading that too, man, man. Uh, you know, Hermanson's been knocked out before, but typically he's, I think he's durable. Fight goes to decision, guys. It's actually plus money. Wow. Okay, so over four and a half is plus 100. It's even money. That's not a bad bet. That's not a bad bet. But I'd be kicking myself because, you know, if Strickland knocks him out, I'm be like, eh, I'm just, yeah. I'm just going to play Strickland. But I think over... That's what I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards the decision. Like, again, a high-volume, you decision. Sean Strickland by decision, because that's what I'm thinking is going to happen. You said decision, Marcel? Yeah. Plus 200. So that's not bad. Yeah. The game is, is plus 225. Split is plus 800. <laughs> split decision, you could bet on majority. <laughs> I wouldn't get that specific. But, yeah, I think he wins. Um, this being talks highly of Sean's jiu-jitsu. I can't read this comment. Here we go. Uh yeah, I know. It's I think it's good. And again, it's Bob McDaniel. It was a while ago, guys, but he looked great in that fight. Trains extreme. Uh Strickland's great. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was the last thing was taken down. Come on, Usman. I mean, that's been so long, right? Tristan? Strickland's Octron pregnant volume gonna give Hermes a nightmare. Exactly. Seen Hermes and Crumble before. Uh, scared it happens in the second third. Marcus Williams, what's going on? Uh, my man. Uh, what do you think is Strickland's next? That's a great question. I love that question. So I'll be honest, guys. I didn't really even like the the Luke Rockhold fight that they were going to make. Um, I just didn't. didn't I didn't understand sense. it. It didn't make sense. Like, why was he fighting an unranked guy? I know he's a former champ, but you know, I think he was going to knock him out pretty easily. I don't know why Luke Rockhold took that fight. He thought he was going to win that fight. He was going to get destroyed. Looking at the rankings, Strickland's just one spot behind. So the next logical step would be Paulo Costa, Derek Brun- uh, Brunson, Jared Cannonier. Marvin Vittori or Robert Wicker. So you could Fuck fight man. Duke, Duke Costa. <laughs> Duke Costa, I think, would be a good one, man. And they would talk a lot of shit, too. I think it would be fun. Vittori would also be a pretty good fight. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think those would be good ones. Or the loser of Adesanya and Whitaker. You know, if Whitaker loses, maybe him, too. Yeah, you know, I think Costa or Vittori, though, Marcel. Those are the ones I'm looking at. Because Candier's fighting Brunson. And I agree with you, man. could fight yeah. the loser. But I feel like they'll probably match the loser without the loser of Izzy and uh, Whitaker. Actually, well, if Izzy loses, they'll probably get through the trilogy fight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so yeah, I would say Costa or, or uh, Vittori. We'll take more questions, guys. I got a few more minutes here, and we'll go a few minutes over. It's okay. Jack crumbled to power strikes, like uh, exactly. Yeah, no, that's true. I know what you're saying uh, that's why I'm leaning decision, but I'm just saying like it's possible you could just wear him out with volume and knock him out like that. Loser of Kane or Brunson. Yeah, exactly. That could be a fight too. Volume guy, volume exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking, Daniel. Um, Marcel, uh, anything else? Like, was there anything else? You, any news that you broke uh, today or, or recently? Yeah, I already broke the news from Strickland Island recently. Um, I can't recall if I. Yeah, we we talked about the Blood Diamond news against Wells that I broke last week. So yeah, no, that that's pretty much it, man. Uh, yeah, we broke uh, uh, on on the other podcast I do with uh, with Santiago for Bellator. We broke the fight between Adam Boric against Matt Burnell. So uh, that that's a fun one, um, yeah. That's it. I um, uh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Now you go ahead. No I was problem. just looking at your thing. I'm just pulling up your page right now. Let's just talk a few about these fights. Jack has look, come volume. Yeah. You, you you're looking at my thing that you. I was. I'm looking at it. What, yeah, I asked permission to look at my thing. I have to ask permission. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, just kidding. You yeah, look. we're gonna talk about this. He's got. I got a question about Gustafson. Uh, oh, here's a. By the way, you were right, buddy. Because uh, obviously, Cole and, and Cole were at the news. With the Bogoyevana fight, is the Romanov fight off with the, the, the beer? Is it off or so? Yep. 
it's off. There you go. What UFC is doing with Toria and Jordan? I don't know. Um, hopefully they just rebook it, I guess. I don't know. Tarzan might knock out this guy. Got Gustafson. Yeah, okay, we're going to go for these fights, guys. Pull up Marcel. I'll go, we'll go a few minutes over to you guys. I'm feeling, I'm feeling generous. No. Let's just do like uh, five more minutes, Marcel. Talk about some fights quickly yeah, and sure. then get out of here. No problem. Just waiting for dinner right now, so I got a few extra minutes, guys. Um, Kletzen, Rodriguez, CJ Vergara. We just talked. Someone just mentioned it. Uh, yeah, I mean, good fight. You know, both good prospects. So, I mean, I, I feel like we just talked about that one. Um, okay, here we go. So, yeah, I why I don't understand why Gustafson's doing really. Like, he's been bouncing around uh, between light heavyweight and heavyweight now. He's going back to heavyweight, fighting one of the biggest heavyweights. Don't get me wrong, he can win this fight because, you know, Rothwell's movements, he's a plotter, he's going to stand there and get he can get picked apart. But it's like, man, Gustafson, you know, the durability, I don't trust at all. I don't know, Marcel. I mean, how do you trust Gustafson at this point in his career? What do you think? Um, yeah, I don't know. Man. I don't think it's a good idea to stay at heavyweight for him. Man, is, why really is he honest. doing this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, this is a weird fight. I kind of feel like this fight's not going to happen, guys. That's here. You know what? There's my prediction right there. This fight's going to get canceled. One of these guys is going to, well, Gustafson's going to pull out. That's my, he never fights anymore, Marcel. You know, I don't like the fight either. It's kind of just weird. It's just a weird fight. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. like heavy. You know what's fucked, guys? I remember when he fought the, the fight with John Jones. I was at that fight, one of the best fights of all time. It's like, yeah. He was like a superstar. The UFC really didn't promote him well after that, you know. And he had a couple of losses. Like when he lost to Rumble Johnson in Sweden, that was just never his career never bounced back from that, you know. Yeah. Anyways, um, this fight is awful main event. It's a main event, right? Or no? Yeah, I forgot to put it there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, Holly Holm probably I, wins the decision. You know? I mean, they could have put that this on. On the pay per view main card opener or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I just my initial thought in this one, guys, is home by decision. Hut, 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 hut for like 25 minutes. Oh, yeah. God. Here's the fight that, uh, who broke it? Who broke the fight? Uh, you broke the fight. Yeah, you I know, did, so yeah. you broke the fight. Where's you shouldn't put yourself. Why don't you put your name? Like, or your why? You put mean, Eurosport, though. You should yeah. put like, via, you should put via Eurosport. I have it in my story, so I mean, oh, okay, all right. Um, Dureyev and uh, Anthony Hernandez. Uh, man, good fight. I saw this one. Uh, yeah, Junkie broke it. It's a good fight. Fun fight. Yeah. Um, this is also the fight that this guy broke. I mean, really, like, I mean, Cole broke the fight but because he confirmed it, but let's get, I got to give this guy credit. Got to give you credit. You're, uh, you're killing it, man. I, like I said, we, we got the joke now that you're, you're Marcel's burner account, but, you know, obviously, I, you, know, you don't want to say who you are. That's cool, but you obviously know uh, some stuff, which is awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, it's a good fight. Again, I said yesterday, Varro's never been knocked out. <laughs> this guy just knocked out. Ben Rothel was like, never been knocked out really either. So, like, this is, well, he's, he's been knocked out, but, you know, very rarely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a good fight. Oh, Frank Camacho's back. Yeah, I mean, he's got to win this fight. Two and five record. This is must-win fight. Manuel Torres is a good prospect, though. This is a tough fight for him. Frank Camacho's had hard fights his whole career in the UFC, Marcel. I swear. Yeah, I think that's why he's also still in the UFC. He's, all, he's yeah. also always in fun fights. Always like fighting the night or, or yeah. gets head kicked by Jeff Neal or something. Yeah. Uh, this is a great fight. Gabriel Benitez and David well. Rama. I fucking love this fight, Marcel. And it's in two weeks. Great. Yeah. Um, was it replacing someone or just a short notice booking? I think short. I think Benitez was supposed to fight on January 15th yeah. right against, um, against TJ Brown. So. Yeah. yeah, and he pulled out of that fight, so just make this. Well, one. hopefully, he didn't make I, I it like to this fight. fight. I like this yeah. fight. It's gonna be a fun strikers battle, and we talked about that one yesterday, yeah. so that's over. 
we just you know, get the last couple of comments, guys. We're gonna get out of here. We're just over time now. So, um, uh, started reading about it. By the way, someone asked about the TV and Romanov lights off. Do you know? I was actually not supposed to tell it, so uh, I already said too much. But uh, it's <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah, Marcel is awesome. Yeah, for sure, man. All right, and this guy likes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Gustin could just win, like you know, jabbing his way to a victory. Just dance around. Yeah, maybe, maybe he could, but he's just looked so bad lately. Anyways, guys, appreciate everyone who turned in, tuned in today. It was a lot of fun. Marcel, plug your stuff. Let's get out of here, my man. Uh, somebody calls me Dutch Snorlax. I actually got a Snorlax hat from my friend for, for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Um, yeah, Big Marcel twenty four on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, there goes the focus. Uh, Eurosport.nl slash mixed martial arts. Yeah. There you go. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at MMAT Martin Podcast, MMAOddsBreaker.com. It's on uh, our website, it's on our spot, it's on our, uh, our YouTube, obviously, as you guys know, uh, Spotify, um, iTunes, all those places. Just, you know, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends. Like I keep saying, you know, we want more people in here and it's a lot of fun. So, Marcel, once again, man, we killed it. Uh, in the meantime, guys, follow me on Twitter at MMAT Martin. Check me out. My mmanews.com, mmaosbury.com, and bookies.com. And until next Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, have a great weekend, guys, and enjoy the uh, the fights. Peace. Yeah.